Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Erin. I was Hi. taking a drink of my water. <laughs> I'm taking a drink. Uh, so Mackenzie came home from school the other day. She told me a really, I don't know if it's funny or not, but she told me a joke. Okay. So what's a what's the first thing a pig does when it gets home from school? I didn't know pigs went to school, so I don't know. Well, that doesn't help the joke. <laughs> the first thing a pig does when he gets home from school is his ham work. <laughs> Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. <laughs> Mackenzie doesn't do her homework, ham work, first thing. <laughs> no. Sometimes she, well, you got to kind of push her to do it. But welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Ranch. Uh, we're moving into December already. Yeah. I cannot believe how fast uh, it's not this quite. last few months has went. I know. It, I always, it's not quite December. Okay. I know that. But I do think this time between like Thanksgiving and like December, because Thanksgiving was so early, seems to be taking a really long time for some reason. Like it's not December Thanksgiving yet. threw me off all, all month. All, all month because it was so early. So I was, you know, it was, it was what a week earlier than it usually is. How does that work? How does, how do they figure out when Thanksgiving so happens? Third or fourth, third or fourth Thursday. What is it? Fourth Thursday of the month. And because the first was on a Thursday, it fell early. Yeah. So then Thanksgiving came early. It felt like it was a lot later in the month. Yeah. The whole month for me for some weird reason. Either way, we're past that. And now we're moving on into December and Christmas is going to be... Is already knocking at our door. Well, it's not though, because like the kids keep bugging me to put up Christmas decorations and it's on my to-do list, but I keep telling them, I was like, it's not December yet. <laughs> and like I, it, when Thanksgiving falls later in the month, I do try and decorate, you know, sooner after Thanksgiving, I get tired of the clutter. Like I love Christmas stuff when I like first put it up, but then I get tired of the clutter by the end of the month. And so Aaron's like the day after Christmas, it's like, okay, time to put stuff away. Yeah. But then I always seem to like procrastinate on like the tree or something. And then it's like first week in January before it's down, before it's all put away. But I do get tired of the clutter and, you know, so I'm just waiting next week. I'm going to put it up. We uh, we also do the uh, the elf on the shelf thing, and if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's this little tiny. If you don't know what we're talking about, like good for you. <laughs> <laughs> elf on the shelf is a little six inch elf doll type thing. Yeah. That you you put up, and it's a scare tactic for kids. <laughs> you put it up. This his name is Justin. Uh, Mackenzie named him when she was what? Like three. Like three years old. His name is Justin because he's just an elf. So his name became Justin. She was less than impressed with him when he first arrived at our house. So you get him, and basically the whole point is that you put him up somewhere in your house. Every day you move him. And the reason you do that is because every night he goes back to Santa and reports to Santa on what... You're doing. Yeah, what you're doing, if you're being good, if you're being bad. So it's like this whole scare tactic thing where you can be like, hey, you better shape up. Justin's watching. And this year we... Every year we go through this whole thing where, you know, you move him every night. So you put him somewhere interesting. We, like, him, fight about it. Like, ceiling. who's going to move the elf? And what are we going to do with if the elf? If we remember to move the elf. Sometimes that happens, too. Yeah. And it's like the next morning, it's like, oh, the elf hasn't moved. I know. I remember trying to get out of bed, like, really early. Like, we wake up and it's like, oh, crap, elf hasn't been moved. And it's like, you got to try and do it real quick before the kids, like, hear you and, like, wake up. And, like, they can't catch you with the elf in your hands. Otherwise, that ruins. You're not supposed to touch them. Is that ruins his magic if the kids, the kids touch aren't him. supposed to touch him? Well, we're not, we're supposed, not to supposed to either, either, but they don't know that. Yeah. So, if there's any kids listening, I hope we're not like ruining the illusion <laughs> of Christmas here. By the way, if you have an elf on the shelf, real, be good. Listen to your parents. Yeah. But this year, I we found a elf on the shelf. Now, first of all, this thing's going nuts because there's like you can get different outfits for him now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been around for quite a while. I mean, so I think even if you don't have kids, like, I think most people are familiar with it just because it has been become so popular. But yeah, now there's, like, accessories. There's Yeah, there's, like, I was looking. Uh, when we went down to Casper for Lincoln's uh, surgery, we had a little bit of time to kill, so we went to Target. 
and they had the elf on the shelf section and there's like biker outfits and there's ballerina outfits and there's like a bondage outfit and there's not a bondage <laughs> all kinds of weird little outfits for him but i got an accessory kit for him this year yeah so he has um this because it does get to be kind of a pain to figure out where to put this darn thing that's somewhere like new. new every day and someplace that the kids can't touch him or if you put him somewhere that he is like accessible like you know that area is essentially like off limits for the day like if you put him on the kitchen table you can't use that part of the kitchen table right because he has to have a he has a buffer zone (laughs) have no kid touching (laughs) i was looking at the accessory kit that we got for him and it has um little suction cup like boots so you can make him look like he's a um like a mountain climber on the window. Yeah, like a mountain climber <laughs> on the window. There's a there's a rope for him. There's now a grappling hook. Um, there's there's a little chair for him to sit in. Um, some interesting stuff. Oh, Lincoln's sneaking out. He's tiptoeing. Lincoln is here for his annual annual uh, weekly visit, weekly visit to the uh, to the podcast. Oh, he's just getting his blanket and heading back in. Okay, so. He obviously doesn't know what we're talking about, I don't think, with uh, with Justin. But You know, this, he's getting yeah. to the age. And, like, it's funny, like, Mackenzie is old enough now that she obviously knows how to read and spell and stuff. So, like, even, like, trying to talk about, like, Santa, like, when the kids are around, like, you know. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> obviously, at, like, Lincoln's age, like, even if he does somewhat understand, like, I don't know how much he really remembers. Although, I mean, he's kind of pretty much at the age where, like, Santa talk has to kind of be off limits, too. Um, but it's hard with Mackenzie really to like sneak around and like, um, like we've got most of our Christmas presents bought, but even like that, like we used to just put them up in the attic and, you know, kind of close the door and and not draw attention to the attic and and they wouldn't ever go up there. But now that we're using that space. And the kids are up and down from there every day because we're up and down and working on it and stuff like that. Now our whole like Christmas present hiding system has had to change and. Yeah. They're all stashed away in like. 12 different spots now. Yeah, which is a horrible idea. <laughs> we went through this whole thing where we were, well, even when we were in, in Casper, when we did we did a little bit of Christmas shopping, but it's like, did we already get the kids this? Is that stash somewhere? Yeah, like I... St- did we, we get one of these already? We started earlier, which is nice, but also at the same time, like, I'm having a hard time remembering, and I'm also, I need to get everything out and... And kind of like set it all out, which was the nice thing about having the attic is like I could put stuff in piles and and this is from us and, and you know, this is for Christmas you morning. Know, honestly, and if we cleaned out the attic, we could probably make a hidden room somewhere up there. <laughs> Just like pile boxes or something. Yeah. So you don't, you can't, they can't get back to it. Yeah, and this is part of the dilemma with the attic too is everything that was in that, that new office studio space has been shoved into the other half. Shoved, ground. And yeah, so it's stacked. Before I can even decorate for Christmas, all week long I've been trying to find time to like go up there and work but it's above Lincoln's room the part that's like really messy so like afternoons are pretty much off limits because he has to nap like you can work down in the office studio area um, as long as you're not really like banging and stomping around but where I need to like clean and organize is right above his room and so he won't take a nap if I'm up there stomping around surprised uh yesterday I was up there taping and 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 drywall you know drywall ing and uh, I had music going and stuff, and it really didn't seem to bother him too much. Yeah, but you're also at the opposite end of the house. Like, it's not right on his head. <laughs> so, yeah, we got I, this weekend. Obviously, I need to, you know, try and tackle that attic project at least a little bit so we can get to the Christmas stuff. You kind of put it all in one area, which is great, but we got to get to that it's area. It's all in one area, but it's like buried. buried. Yeah, it's a mess. I don't, you know, we've been in the house like five years now, and it is amazing. I, not that I want to move, but in some ways, like moving is a great, you know, thing because you get rid of some junk. So it's been been cleaning out closets and cupboards and uh, drawers and stuff, trying to kind of reclaim our house back and get rid of some of the junk that has accumulated for five years. And uh, it's just, you've already done some in the attic. You got rid of quite a bit of stuff. We also like part of the problem is just there's like trash up there. <laughs> we uh, when we go to like Sam's Club or whatever, you know, like. You know, and you buy the, or we get Amazon subscribe and save stuff shipped every month. And so, you know, you get the, the bulk toilet paper, but then like the box is still upstairs mm-hmm. and it, you know, just accumulates. So there's just a lot of like cardboard that needs to be, you know, taken down and 
putting the incinerator and it's just it's I don't think it'll be a huge project it's probably something that can be knocked out in a few hours but when I go up there it is seriously overwhelming and like daunting and I just like I don't want to do this that's how I feel about Christmas in general it's just like an overwhelming yeah it's not my favorite it's a yeah I mean there's so much especially when you have you know if you have one kid it's probably not that much you know three kids now you've got you know they're bringing home stuff from school now every day for Christmas stuff. That, well, we'll be here, here soon for Christmas stuff, so it'll be you know hang up this, do that. Um, here's an interesting thing about Aaron that the kids when they make Christmas ornaments, you don't like putting the kids' Christmas ornaments on our tree in the no. in the in the living room. They have they have a little tree in their bedroom, yep. like a little two foot tree that they can hang their stuff on, but that's filling up. Yeah. So how do you decide? You know they want to keep everything. They're pack rats. All right, go to the bathroom. You don't need to you tell me. You have to go to the bathroom during a podcast, but <laughs> dirty looks, man. <laughs> I know. He's got. He's like the king of the dirty look. Grace used to have the stink eye. Oh, Grace's stink eye that she would give you. Uh, she still does that occasionally, but not as often. It used to be a lot. Like, oh yeah, she would just like turn her head and just like glare out of you, glare at you, or like look at you and like from the side and just like pucker her mouth up and squint her eyes and yeah she had she had a stink eye for a good like i don't know probably from the time she was like nine months old until she was like good three or four yeah somebody would get the stink eye every day (laughs) speaking of the attic are you are you excited to get up there i I actually was gonna we were gonna try to record the podcast up there but there's nothing in the room whatsoever. Oh, so it's and actually, it's just drywall and it's really, really echoey. Yeah, I'm excited for the project to be done. It's like it's it's pretty much like bad timing, you know, trying to get ready for Christmas, which here is in, there ever any good timing? Well, no, I mean I don't know. Winter, obviously, but even like December is probably the busiest month for us. You in know, the just, winter? Yeah, just yeah. with Christmas and kids and, and it becomes, you know, all consuming here in a few weeks. And you know, I feel like my whole house gets rearranged during Christmas time. And then like, we got to put this whole attic project together and stuff too. I am excited for it to be done. I'm not so thrilled with like the work that like lies ahead of us. Like I don't love painting and I don't like construction projects like happening in the house. (laughs) And like, I somewhat have a vision for like what I want, like the live stream space to look like but I feel like it's incomplete and you know I don't know what color we're going to paint it and you know it's we'll just have to make decisions and get it done but it's I don't know it is what it is and I want to get it done and and be up there and have a fully functioning office space and it will be nice yeah it will be here I'm going to give you guys a clue into what I have to deal with uh what do you want for Christmas I have no idea yeah what do you want for Christmas uh drywall no I already got drywall (laughs) I got drywall for my birthday. Um, what do I want for Christmas? A paint. Paint would be nice. You're just carpet would be cool. Yeah, well, you're gonna get those things anyhow. Yeah, like, it's not like we're not gonna Christmas and be like, "Hey, Merry Christmas! Here's some carpet." <laughs> it's not like we're not gonna put. It's too echoey. We have to put carpet down. <laughs> <laughs> it's really echoey up there. Mackenzie went up there yesterday and she was just hooting and hollering. And she thought it was fun because it's just a huge echo space right yeah. now. Yeah, but. Um, what I like, I'm so it's almost half of the attic is, is being finished with this little project. And but it makes me want the other half done, too. But then, like, I got to deal with all that crap that's in that other half to a further extent so we could actually, like, finish drywalling and stuff. But so it makes me just want to have that project done. But then I also want, like, I want the basement done. But that is that's, also a disaster. Of an- I don't know. I'm kind of I'm, I'm 50 50 on the basement. The other day, Lincoln plugged up the toilet upstairs. <laughs> Actually, it was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. He plugged up the toilet upstairs by putting in too much toilet paper because you got to use like a half a roll when you're three and plugged it up. And then, of course, it overflowed and then it spilled into the basement. Luckily, <laughs> the basement's not finished. So it just went onto the concrete floor and we were able yeah. to mop it up. But if the basement would have been finished, we would have been doing drywall down there because the, yeah, would the have ceiling, ceiling. Would, have, would have fell in. I don't know if it would have fell in. Like we did have some water damage in the attic from the furnace up there. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And our bathroom, guest bathroom needs repainted a little bit. You know, that happened like four years ago and three years ago. Still painted the ceiling. <laughs> high, high on our priority list. Uh, yeah, but it, I do want... You know, like what we have planned for the basement is, you know, bedroom, two more bedrooms, a bathroom and just a big open, you know, living space. And it would be nice to have it done. Um, 
I, eventually the plan is that the girls would move their bedrooms down there. They're not ready to be down there. Like Grace would not go down there. <laughs> and I don't know if Kenzie would be down there by herself. So we do have some time, but it's, you know, I do want to get, you know, you've got the garage project, we've got the attic, and then eventually the basement, we will start on that project. So, mm-hmm. and then maybe the house can be done. Well, then, you know, upstairs will probably need new carpet or something so we can yeah, start. I'm not putting in carpet. <laughs> I don't like doing carpet. The carpet that we're going to do upstairs is going to be those tiles yeah. that you just glue down because they're a lot cheaper than regular carpet. I, I, I don't like doing regular carpet. I've done it and it ne- I can never get it to stretch right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't expect you to put carpet in our like house. The attic well, is fine. <laughs> I had a, uh, a friend of mine that was uh, texting me last night after we got done with our live stream and said, holy crap, you're, you know, you're doing three videos a week and now you've got um, more uh, Our Women Life gear for sale on the website. You're selling jerky. You're, oh, jerky's uh, gone. Jerky's gone. Um, well, it's almost gone. I think there's like three pieces left. Um, you know, you've got the project across the road. You're trying to get the new the new office done upstairs. And I was like, how do you how do you guys even do this, and why? What else would we do? <laughs> <laughs> well, my answer to him was, um, he actually said, at some point, you're going to have to hire somebody. Yeah. And I said, yeah, but we're not at the point where we can afford to hire somebody to to help with our Wyoming life. I mean, we could, but that would be like all the our Wyoming life money. And like, it's so nice that we finally like are making enough money that things like, like our Wyoming life is paying for the attic remodel. Right. Jenner, quit scratching the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasts are nothing but not real. uh, You know, it, there's enough monthly income that we were not paying for stuff like cameras and, and, you know, our Wyoming life necessities out of our own personal money. So it's, it, it would be, I almost feel like, like an employee is something that will happen in the future. Like no doubt about that. I don't know if it'll be three months, six months, it might be three years. Uh, you know, it would almost feel like financially kind of taking a step back to hire an employee, even part-time. And, you know, I want to pay a decent wage. Like I don't want people to come and work for, for nothing. nothing. And so to take all that money and put it in an employee, like, granted, I think it would be, I think we're just going to have to suck it up at some point and take that step because it, it, what that employee could do for us, freeing up our time elsewhere makes us more productive. But, like, let's get the attic remodel done first. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends of mine that are business owners. Mm-hmm. And usually when you do start a business, you're working by yourself, no matter what you're doing. If it's construction or landscaping or whatever, usually when you start, you don't have a crew. Yeah. And now that they're, you know, these friends of mine and, and a couple, three or four good examples, you know, that once they started to hire people, they were making less, less. money than when they were just doing it themselves. Yeah. So there is, I, I think it's almost like, and, and this is what I told um, this friend of mine was that, you know, if we can make a push and get to a point where we can afford to hire somebody, then hopefully yeah. that push keeps going, obviously. We have to like almost like work ourselves into the ground and then say we're we're absolutely maxed out and then we say now's the time. But there's just a few things that need to get taken care of. We put a lot of money into the channel ourselves, you know, I really wanna pay us back some um, you know, and just have some stability with our income. And like YouTube income is so fickle. Like it can be up one day and, and essentially nothing the next day. We were just talking about that, that we need, you know, the numbers are down, you know, it's heading into, heading into December. Um, numbers go down just because there's, you know, more family stuff going on and, and people don't watch as much. Um, ad rates go up in December. So it kind of like, if you if we're just watching our income, it, it's almost kind of a false sense of security. Like, oh, our views are down, but you know, income's the same. But come January, like, I'm curious to see like it drops. It drops, and so that's what we always have to be wary of. And even if we took a week off of YouTube, like, say we didn't post three videos, we would see a significant drop in in traffic and views, in subscribers, and in income. So, and you know. We don't have any plans to take a week off, but there might come a point where we do take a week off. And so 
It's all about consistency. Yeah. Um, so before we hire an employee, I just really want to see like a few months of, of stability and, you know, dips and highs and, and see how low those dips go and make sure we could still, you know, I don't want to bounce a payroll check. That would be no, horrible. Well, Lincoln's coming through with a truck. Do you need help, bud? Yeah. You got to get over some corpses. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Okay, go take it into mom and dad's room. He's got three trucks. Yeah, he piles them all up. Uh, his dump truck is very handy for moving other trucks. But every day, have you noticed he like takes almost everything out, like all of his big stuff out of his room, mm -hmm. and then we take it back to his room, and then he drags it all back out again. He's also got this weird thing when he goes to bed where he decides what he doesn't want in his room at That's nighttime. so irritating. He's like, I have to clean my room every single night when it's like, well, let's close the door and turn the lights off and go to bed. And he's like, no. I at least has to throw at least three things out of his room. Yeah, I don't want this in here. Yeah, like the we have like those foam like Hulk hands. They've been in his room for months. Now he refuses to have them in here. Dude, what are you doing? He's um, going back and forth and getting toys. I don't know what she said. <laughs> okay, you getting all your tracks? Okay, you're making a racket and we're trying to work. Okay. <laughs> I wish you could see him because his his facial expressions and his uh, his hand gestures. Okay. Okay. I really okay. don't know what he's saying. I don't know. He's uh, <laughs> he's making another another run though. You know, it's, it, one of the things that we get every once in a while from people is I actually get a Facebook message or an email, and people ask us if we're okay. And it's really nice because it is like. People, Why are we not okay? Because they think we're working ourselves to death. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, making sure we're healthy and that we're, you know, yeah, eating, right I now. guess. And we eat. You know, <laughs> well-nourished, I'm not exactly sure. But it, it does, you know, it looks like there's just so much going on, and there is. But it does, you know, you do have to manage that time and figure out, you know, what's important to you and what isn't. All right. Okay, you and Lexi go in the bedroom. Okay? Oh, you got your keys. Good, good, good. Okay. Bye, Lincoln. Well, it's nothing if not real. <laughs> I was just going to say, you should edit some of this out. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> okay, go play. I'm talking about working too much. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like it. I mean, we still sleep relatively well. Yeah, it's actually, you know, winter in in a lot of ways is much calmer than, than summer. Like, last night getting ready for live stream, like... Um, okay, you need to go play in the bedroom because you're interrupting. <laughs> um, I'm going to out me. Okay, just play quiet, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, last night getting ready for live stream and stuff, like, um, I, I was thinking back to summer. I really miss summertime. Um, I, I don't love winter. I love the calmness of winter, and, like, I know it still looks like we're super busy, but really in comparison to summer, it's much calmer. And so we were getting ready for live stream and, and it was just much more relaxed and like the kids had dinner and granted I picked up dinner in town. I had taken out pork chops, but I decided I wasn't cooking pork chops. Um, <laughs> so I picked up dinner, we had dinner. Um, Kenzie's doing swimming lessons in school. So like she'd had her, Grace and her had had their bath and we'd had homework and the kids had even like read books. And, and like, I still felt like I had all this time and you know, we got ready for live stream, and like I was even ready like ten minutes early. Okay, get something out of your room real quick. Um, but I remember in the summertime, like you know, when I'm washing vegetables and it's market season, and literally like 
having to run to town or like I'm trying to wash vegetables and like it's send the kids up to the moms and they haven't had dinner yet. And it's like we're like running into the house at like two minutes to grab something to drink real quick and like sit down on the couch and like be ready to yeah, go. I, was kinda, like, I actually came in from outside and you were sitting on the couch. Yeah, like ready to just go. Just like back and waiting. relaxed waiting for it to happen and literally like there was times this summer that it's like one of us is sitting at the computer the other one's like running around doing something it's like we've got 30 seconds like Uh get your butt here so yes it's very busy but it is not it's not 14 hour days it's not five hours of sleep every night It's, it's just a different kind of busy yeah you know like um doing the whole website and being able to sell things online is a completely different animal to us, and and having to set aside a time, set side, set aside time, to to package and you know, do inventory. And in all and reality, in summertime, stuff. in in summer, I don't know how much inventory we'll be able to carry, just because we don't. If we don't have an employee, I don't know how much time we'll have to package. Yeah, I get, I get that. Like you know, it's packaged by McKinsey. <laughs> you might get what you ordered. I don't know. <laughs> She'll probably throw in some extra stuff too, just for the heck of it. Well, this box wasn't full, so I just filled it up. I think. What? Okay. We're gonna have to list Lincoln as a co-host on this one. This is. This is this is another reason that we're doing the upstairs project. Um, not that it's gonna alleviate this problem, but. Um, it does kind of give you that separation of church and state kind of. And we did talk about like last week in the podcast, like we need to make it more of a priority in the summertime. We would just stay up after we put the kids to bed because there was no time during the day. Like you and I did not have the time during the day in the summer to sit down, you know, in the middle of the day and record a podcast. So we had to, we sacrificed sleep essentially to, to record the podcast in the wintertime. I don't really like to sacrifice sleep. So last night after we were done with live stream and put the kids to bed and it was like nine o'clock and partly because we don't have a dedicated live stream space or, or podcast space right now. Like we're, Floating we're mobile. <laughs> so, you know, we would have just, we would have just sucked it up in the summer and recorded it at night and the kids would have been in bed and Lexi would have went and sat in the car <laughs> and which is, yeah. So it's, it, I think being busy and and all the things that we take on it is just about prioritizing and like I think we we have a vision of what the end goal is for the channel and for you know how and I, it's not so much an end goal but I think we have, have, have things we want to accomplish and <laughs> now the dog's being loud <laughs> she wants out you know so we have these things that we want to accomplish and and we want to use the channel to help, you know, build the local food business and, and, you know, hire employees and all that stuff. So it's like, we just, I think we put the priority that we have to work really hard right now, harder than we ever thought we could do. And, and somehow it'll all work out. I never thought that I could garden 15,000 square feet and two high tunnels. Like I was terrified when we built the first high tunnel. I was like, I can't do it. I don't have the time. I don't know how to do it. There's no way that seemed like a, a mountain I could not climb. But I did it, and then I built another one. And somehow, I'll figure it out how to take care of everything. Right, and along the way, you have, you know, situations you run into that are not ideal. You know, having to do a podcast at our kitchen table with Mackenzie running around and, and Lexi wanting out, and she's going to bark in four minutes and want back in. Mackenzie's not here, it's Lincoln. Or Lincoln, <laughs> uh, whichever one. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it, these are obstacles that you overcome as you're moving towards a goal yeah. of, you know, doing whatever it may be. Now we have an excavator. Hi, Lincoln. <laughs> you know a big difference between girls' stuff and boys' stuff that, like, I didn't really realize until Lincoln was probably about, like, two is he started to get these, like, giant toys for Christmas. Like, like his crane. It's giant. Yeah. And, like, the girls wanted all this, like, little tiny stuff. Everything like, with the girls got smaller. Yeah, the girls wanted, you know, we wanted a hundred Shopkins, but they're, you know, the size of a quarter. Yeah. But Lincoln wants giant stuff. Like when we were in Target and Casper, like we let him pick out a toy because, you know, he was going to have surgery and stuff. And he got a transformer, but he sees this giant, like four foot tall, like Hot Wheels, like racetrack, megalopolis. I don't know, just craziness (laughs) thing. And I'm like... 
I look at it and like, first of all, it's crazy expensive, but I'm just like, where are we going to put that? So it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> like you can't have that and your excavators and your dump trucks and your cranes and your train table and <laughs> all this stuff. The room's only so big. Yeah, yeah. His stuff is giant and the girls is as little, but they want a million of all these little collectibles and yeah. I don't remember, you know, when I was a kid, I remember micro machines, which were uh, matchbox cars that got that were small. Yeah, like let's get some of that. Ones. I don't, I don't really remember having big toys. Um, Everything we got him for Christmas is a big. I'm scared to death for Christmas this year. By the way, with with subscribers and stuff like that, and the amount of emails that we get where people are like, you know, what do the kids want for Christmas? And yeah, and and it's like, you know, you really don't have to get the kids anything for Christmas. Send them a card. Yeah. Um, right now, I am actually working on a deal uh, for Mackenzie for Christmas. Um, where we're getting her police patches, um, uniform patches, you know, with the police mm-hmm. departments. Um, I'm talking to, uh, I don't know, four or five different police officers, and we're trying to gather up uh, a patch collection for her. Um, I don't know why, really. <laughs> It'll, maybe we can make, like, a nice little display for them or something, something. like that. Uh, she'll just love to have them. Kinda, I'm, I'm excited for Mackenzie for that because she'll love them. I feel bad for Grace because she's, like, she wants she used to want to be an ice cream she wanted, to, she wanted to have an ice cream <laughs> truck. That was her goal in life. Uh, it's so hard with the kids. Like they, Mackenzie or Grace wants to be a teacher now. Now she wants to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, yet they want the girls, especially not so much Lincoln, probably just cause he's not old enough, but like the girls want everything the same. Like they get super jealous. Like, um, Yesterday, when I picked up Grace from school, she's like, Anna made me a cookie. Anna's her little kindergarten friend, and she made Grace look like her mom made cookies. Maybe Anna helped, but she brought one for Grace. Kenzie's just dying of jealousy. Really? Yeah, and she's like, I want a bite. And Grace is like, no, it's my cookie. And, well, can Anna bring me one? And, you know, so I'm like, Kenzie, you can't harass Anna because they play on the playground in the morning. Um Kenzie and Grace and Anna and some of Kenzie's friends. I'm like, you can't harass Anna and make her bring you a cookie. And I was like, it is Grace's cookie. Like, and you know, at the same time, like if Grace wants to share, that's fine. But when Grace is like, no, it's my cookie. Like, I feel like that's a situation where I, I'm not going to make Grace share. Like right. Anna did something special for Grace. Grace should get to enjoy that. But it's so hard with those two. Like they do get along so well for the most part. And they really like love each other and they love everything that each other has so it's really hard when they want something different and grace is such a a people pleaser it's i want her to find her own uniqueness and like what she wants but like she'll be super jealous of kenzie but i don't want that to stop kenzie from getting police patches Mm -hmm. like that's something kenzie will enjoy she has every right to enjoy that and experience that and Grace really has no interest in that no she doesn't but she she would just because Kenzie has yeah yeah I don't know it's it's I'm I've said it before but I was an only child and like learning how like kids growing up together and how they interact and how you know one day they're best friends and the next day they hate each other like five seconds apart that happens (laughs) (laughs) you know or you know sometimes Mackenzie gets a little snarky with Grace like Grace is learning how to write and you know oh that's not how you make a Y you know I make Y's so much better and it's like well yeah you're you're in second grade you make Y's better than Grace yeah you know but there is that you know that sibling rivalry thing kind of sometimes going on Um, eventually here pretty soon Lincoln's going to be thrown right into that mix too and it's going to be like uh, like the Royal Rumble around here <laughs> to put a ring down in the basement and be like, all right, bare knuckles, yeah. Down, bare knuckles, I'm, five minutes, go for it. I'm glad we didn't have three girls, you know, because Lincoln will have, you know, very different interest. And so, you know, I do hope they all get along. They do really well and we have issues. But for the most part, I'd say 95% of the time, they're three pretty happy kids. Um, I think I, I think Grace's biggest struggle is just not going with the flow of like whoever, whichever other kid she's with, and like I want her to find her Ooh. own voice. There's the dog. Dog wants him. <laughs> um, you know, I just had one sister, so I didn't have a middle sibling. So with three kids, though, there, you know, you there was just you and your sister. With three, there's like an extra. There's a wild card yeah, thrown in. There's the whole that, thing. that middle child. People pleaser personality. It's definitely yeah. Grace. She's like 100% a middle child. So each year or two with, with Christmas coming, um, do you find that each each year at Christmas kind of becomes a little bit more difficult with with the three of them? Uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> I think like I, you know, I think my mom always did such a great job at like making Christmas like super magical and, and wonderful. And I really like don't want to like fail the kids in that. What I do think is going to be interesting here in the next year or so, and I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened. Mackenzie still 100% believes in Santa Claus. Yeah, and I think she's heard some things. She's never really come to us. I mean, like, there's been a few things, and you know, but there's never been like that heartbreaking. Like, my friend said that Santa's not real, you know, and, and having her come home from school and like really questioning it. I think maybe she does question it just a tiny bit, but she really still believes that. And I remember when I figured it out, and my sister still hadn't. And you know, it was fun to be did like. You t- did you tell? No, Nicole? I didn't. Like, you it was kept it to yourself. Yeah. Wow. It was fun. I think mom just included me kind of in it a little bit. So it was like special and different for me and made it like, you know, worth my while to not tell my sister because I like I knew the big secret. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to be an interesting thing that I really I'm surprised we haven't had to deal with more directly. This might be the last Christmas where they all three really believe in Santa. Mackenzie loves toys though. So I can somewhat foresee that she, especially if we're like, well, Santa won't bring you anything if you don't believe, like she will believe. You know, what's funny is Mackenzie can read now and she was looking at one of her toys and on the bottom it said made in China. Uh And she was like, I got this for Christmas. This should have been made. (laughs) That was the hard thing. I I had to, I had to explain outsourcing. Yeah. A couple years ago they wanted, um, Hatchimals. These big giant eggs and this thing inside and it hatched. It's kind of like a Furby almost, like back from like when we were kids and it talks and it learns stuff and, and, but it would hatch this egg. It would like spin around on the inside and like peck at the egg. It was this whole process. You had to pet it and rock it and it was this whole thing. It was like, you know, the toy of the year. I didn't, they were just dying to have these Hatchimals. I did not know if I could find Hatchimals. And I did get them, but before, like, and this was even before Thanksgiving, because I got them on Black Friday. Um, Black Friday is after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, but before Thanksgiving, you know, they're just dying for these oh, toys. Okay. And, you know, I was just like, I, I'm searching Amazon, I'm searching Toys R Us when they were still around, Walmart, like every, you know, eBay has them going for $200. And I do remember, like, seeing them in... You didn't get it on eBay, though, did you? No, no, no. Yeah. I did. I stood in line on Black Friday and got one. Made my mom come stand in line. You were with the kids. My mom, it was only one per person um so made my mom come stand in line for like two hours you know all the whole time we're like how many do they have they had like 21 of them we're like counting the line we can't quite figure it out because people keep coming and going like you know with their friends and yeah so we did get them um but i remember trying to like tell the kids like you might not get this like trying to like ease the anticipation and and the i have to have this and well santa can just make me one (laughs) it was like (laughs) Uh, yeah, outsourcing. <laughs> Santa doesn't make everything. Yeah, no, he, he has to. He has to get stuff from China. I don't know. It's it, the you know. It's even like the the elf on the shelf thing that we were talking about earlier. Like we went to, it might have been Walmart or something, and had Kenzie with us, and they had elf on the shelf at for sale at Walmart. Yeah. and I was like, oh, just please don't see that. Like, you know, well, wait, what's he doing here? And why is he in a box? And why is he for yeah. sale? Oh, Who would Santa, buy Santa sent him to Walmart so kids could get him. Remember last year we couldn't find the elf on the shelf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. We might have to parent for an entire month. Uh, <laughs> I have. It is, you know, it's the elf on the shelf. We kind of talked about this earlier, but it is a great scare tactic because, you know, I think for years, generations, parents have been using Santa's watching. Yeah. As a, you know, behave, like you get the best behavior out of your kids between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But to have the elf in the house. With his beady little eyes yeah, looking at everything. And not just a, well, how is Santa watching every single kid in the whole world? You know, like to have him actually physically present in the house, this doll. That's a giant rat. He's a snitch. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a rat. Uh, but it we is. We should get him a little camera. <laughs> so he can hold a camera. <laughs> I mean, like, he's taking pictures now, and he's he's sending them back to Santa. But he's it, got his phone. I, I think a couple weeks ago, even I was like, Justin's gonna be here soon, and he's gonna tell Santa. <laughs> so yes, Santa has been right into shape. Santa's been getting great behavior out of kids for for generations. But Elf on the Shelf has even helped improve that whole. Crop. And made somebody incredibly rich. Yeah, no, it's whoever. like the pet rock thing. It's just silly and. Mm-hmm. So I have an idea for this year, and I wanted to bounce it off you. And this seems just as good as a time as any. Oh, perfect. But um, can you get a hold of the uh, the council? I would like to have the girls come and do some stuff 
um, with the Council of Community Services coming up around the holidays. I think, honestly, and this is all of our fault because we have this YouTube following, we have all these people that want to do things. I really don't want the kids to be like, this is the best Christmas ever. I'm getting stuff <laughs> sent to me from Australia and, you know, all this stuff and, and I'm not doing a darn thing to earn it. You yeah. Know? I mean, they are, they, you know, they're, they, you know, obviously that we help people, I hope. And, and it's, it's people's way of paying back our family. But at the same time, I don't want them to feel like it's, it's expected. See yeah. I, I can definitely call the council and see if they need volunteers. I don't know so much that we'd be, that we would film that whole well, process. I think we probably would. I don't um, think so. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what I always feel like at Christmas and stuff is like, it's, it is a season of giving and we should give. Um, but I'd almost rather get, I would give this time of the year, but also like we should give other times of the year too. Right. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, well the council's always there. You know, yeah. You know, and, and honestly, you know, kids can't eat toys. And it's it's nice, you know, you see people donating all these toys and stuff like that, which very well may end up, we may end up doing that too if we end up with boxes of stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, our kids can only play with so much stuff, but if we can share those with somebody else, that may happen too. But, you know, yeah, you can't eat, you can't eat a transformer. No. (laughs) And in July, it does you no good. Yeah, I think we can definitely do something. I know there's a lot of, um, you know, families that can sign up for, like, giving trees and stuff and, and, you know, kids that need toys and they they make a wish list or whatever and you can participate in that. So, yeah, I think we can definitely find something for the kids to do that is in that spirit of giving. And And I would rather prefer that, (laughs) you know, honestly, rather than people send gifts to the kids Let's start telling people to go to your to your giving tree or do whatever yeah. you can in your community. And, you know, you can write our Wyoming life on the little thing. I don't care. You can put your name. I don't give a crap. Yeah. You know, but do something for somebody else. I mean, honestly, do we really need 400 Shopkins dolls to show up? No. And I, I think, you know, like, I don't have, I don't know too much about like our council. I mean, I know more than probably like the average person about like our council of community services, but I do know something that they struggle with is like this time of the year is like really great for them. And they have tons of volunteers and tons of help and tons of donations. And they need these donations, like absolutely a hundred percent continue to donate this time of the year. But you know, come July, like it can be really difficult to find volunteers at you know, certain times of the year that's, you know, not during this holiday giving season. And, you know, I do know there are certain times of the year when like the pantry really runs low and they have to do like a special food drive and reach out to the community because those donations do, you know, slow up. And so I would encourage you if you're gonna, if you want to help out your local council or soup kitchen and stuff, like see if they need help this time of year, but if they're super busy, don't forget about them, you know, after the first of the year, maybe, after the first of the year is a better time to give and to donate and, you know, spend your time, you know, at your soup kitchen or something. You know what I would really like to see when we do, we do live streams and we do mail call and stuff like that. I would love to see people send us a card that says, you know, I gave 20 bucks to our soup kitchen or I went and worked for a half an hour or whatever. I would rather see that in mail call than something that, that, you know, I do like I love that subscribers send us stuff like it is it's it's like Christmas when you go and open the P.O. box and it's like, you know, a lot of time we don't know what we're getting and stuff. Um, I do worry about all the stuff that we're like accumulating as I'm on like this like house declutter yeah. project. Have, and we, then we're making clutter as we, we have. We have all the, the mail call stuff, which like I treasure every gift that like people have sent us because it, it's their money. It's their time. It's their products. It's their things that they love in their life. And, and they're so gracious to share that with us. But at the same time, like, I just, I worry about, like, how much stuff do we we need? Like, I would prefer to live much more of, a, like, a minimalistic life in some ways. Like, you, You're happy if you have internet. Yeah, I don't need a lot <laughs> in life. Like, I'm happy with some, you know, some seeds and, and you know, yeah, internet and a house and, Makeup. you know, food for our kids and stuff. I don't, but I think, I don't, I don't. Like, I enjoy makeup and, you know, I, but like clothes, I buy myself some clothes like twice a year. You're just as bad. Like (laughs) those things that used to be really important 10 years ago are not so important to us anymore. Um, Even like our furniture and stuff like, yeah, you just heard me yell at Cheddar because he's like scratching the leather couch. Like, I'm not going to go buy a new one because he's just going to ruin the new one. (laughs) Um, You know, we have three small children. They have ruined lots of things. And, you know, a cat that's pretty young too. And, you know, 
rather than like stress about that stuff and just like it's a it's a phase in our life and and I much prefer like that minimalistic like neither one of us are hugely materialistic no. type people and and I like it that way you know I don't need you know brand new tools and I don't you know if I've got a hammer that hurt that that wax things uh, it has some rust on it that's totally fine with me yeah know? and that's that's I think that's part of the problem that we have when we say hey what do you want for Christmas well, I don't know because honestly like if I need something. If I truly need something, I'll go get it. Yeah, I think that's something we struggle, We both struggle with. Like, I don't need anything. Like, I have every, like, creature comfort that I could ask for in my life. And then, you know, and then some. And if I need something, like, we're blessed enough to have a roof over our head and, and food in our, our house. And so there's a little bit of extra money. And, and if we need something, as long as it's not, like, a $10,000 thing, we can just... Aaron needs a new car. Yeah, I do need a new car. That, <laughs> yeah, that, has, to, that, that has to be a priority for Aaron's the first got, of the year. Uh, what is it, a 2010 Yukon? Yeah, right? with like so 120,000 miles. It's been a great car. 120,000 miles isn't that many miles nowadays. They put yeah, that but right like, back on the market. Somebody will buy that up. Crap's breaking. <laughs> it is, it, it's to the point where stuff stops working. And uh, so if anybody happens to work for GM, let us know. But, um, <laughs> Come on, sponsorship. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, sponsor the podcast. Uh, Aaron, the uh, um, the seat warmer stopped working. Just on the driver's side. Just on the driver's <clears> side. <throat> Talked to a friend of mine who said, well, then trade that thing. <laughs> seat warmer's not working. You're done. Um, you that, drove to Casper, so I got to sit in the passenger seat. And, and you it, had the seat warmer on the whole time. The whole time. time. Yeah, and I was like, man. I, I don't even it. really miss it. I don't. If I turn mine on, it gets too hot usually, especially in the pickup. That one, I don't know. There's like a, 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 a an inferno. Or yeah, there's something <laughs> underneath that seat, but holy smokes, like it's hot. And it only has like one setting. It's either it's either torch or off. Yeah. You know, um, the the little button on the back that makes the back door open and close that doesn't work, and that gets me every single time. I'll go to the back. I'll push the button. Dang it, not working. I gotta you have go to back go back in the car. Push the button inside. These are these are very very. Uh, it's very like world yeah. Problems. It's very. And we could get them fixed. I don't even want to know, though, how much it costs to fix some of those little things. <laughs> yeah, it's the little things that get you, too. Um, uh, so it's, it's again, like that, I wouldn't say, like, we're minimalist, but, you know, The funny thing maybe is, like, simple. You, know, you, you would like to have a new car, but do you need a new car? Not really. The one that we have, it has four tires. It does wear. tires hold air. It goes down the road just fine. We did just get new brakes, so. Yeah, yeah I do really want a new car. The problem is, is, like, we can't afford a... <laughs> Unless we get like a million subscribers. So come on, subscribers. Um, I don't know. Well, and even if we, I don't care how much money we had. Like, I don't know if I can justify the price of like a brand new, like, and I want the extended Yukon so we have more room when we travel with suitcases and stuff. Like, they're like $75,000. It's ridiculous. How it's much a car costs. insane to me. And so this is something we struggle with too. Like, we have put off buying a new car because this one works fine. There's no payment. I really love not having a car payment. But I just can't justify the price of a new one. And I have, I bought my first brand new car at like 21 years old, which is very much ridiculous that I bought brand new cars. But since I've been an adult and been purchasing cars, I've been able to buy brand new off the lot cars with, you know, less than 100 miles. I've been super spoiled, um, you know, and I was just we've had this car since before Mackenzie was born. So obviously we had more disposable income before we had children. <laughs> and so now, you know, having Mackenzie, you know, and having three kids and, and just this phase of our life, like we can't afford a brand new car, but I'd also but just, would you buy a brand I, new car? I probably, I just can't justify That's like a house. Yeah. I, uh, no, I don't think we'll buy a brand new car, but that also kind of like, this is so selfish and like first world problems, but it kind of like hurts me to not like, cause even a used one costs a crap ton of money, mm -hmm. but it's not, it'll, it'll be new to us, but it won't be, there's no way that we'll, I, I would, I guess I'll never say never, but I would be surprised if we bought a brand new one. Well, maybe for Christmas. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it sounds fun. You know, I would love a brand new car until I have to make that first payment. Yeah, and that's always the fun part. Yeah, and, you know, I'd love to say that we have the money in the bank to go pay for one because that's ideally how you should do it. And, you know, in my mind, I was like, well, when we get done paying off this car, I'll just start putting some money away so when we need a new car, we can just, you know, really not have to finance that much. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's hard to go from no car payment to car payment. I don't want to do it. No. So mm -hmm. you need a third job so we can. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. You don't need to sleep. Why are cars so expensive, man? Um, because they have butt sensors. There's so much stuff. It tells you if you go out of your lane and they, they have heated mirrors and 
heated seats and little buttons on the back that open up the back door for you. And when back in the day, you actually had to like physically like actually mm, like put the, the key thing. in it and lift it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just. I do love all those first world comforts. So like you have an older Firebird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember like even I don't drive it very much, uh, but. I remember the first time that we, that I drove it and like it was nighttime and on the dash, like the window buttons and the lock button and stuff like doesn't. It does have electric windows. It does. Is that, you know, but, it's a 1995. Yeah. But so nowadays, like on your door and stuff, like all those buttons have lights in them. So you can tell like how to, where the window button is at nighttime because it has a light in it. That car doesn't. And so I was like, I can't find anything. And I couldn't, like, get out of the car and I couldn't unlock it. And, like, I don't know, the dome light wouldn't turn. I couldn't figure out how to turn on the dome light. (laughs) Like, I was just, (laughs) I think I had to get out, like, my phone flashlight to, like, figure out how to get out of the car, like, the first time that I drove it because there's no door handle light. Yeah. First world. And, you know, when we first got in, when you first bought that car and we got in it, and I, like, looked around and was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, electric light, you know, windows and you know, it seemed fine. And then you really, you start driving it and it's like, oh, the cars have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. So. How do we get down the I car don't know. road? Anyway. Um, what do we have? We have coming up uh, this month in December, we've got another um, history video coming out. And are, do we have any plan for um, videos around Christmas? Do we know, are we going to take a break? Or are we going to? Christmas is on Tuesday. Okay, so it'll be projectless <laughs> video for Christmas. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah. We got a few weeks. Maybe you can put out a Monday video. That's a good idea. You'd have we'll to pre-film. Most people are, are pretty uh, understanding about holidays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like so. I think you could put out one on Monday or Wednesday, and it would be just fine. So Do a Christmas on the ranch. <laughs> Feed the cows. Yeah. Um, you know, and I we talked about this a lot, like Thanksgiving. Like, it's not that we couldn't post on Thanksgiving, but I... We, we kind of did, thanks to Bill. We yeah, thank you, Bill. We uh, but we did like a you know a Thanksgiving esque video, like you know, wishing everyone Thanksgiving. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Ha- yeah, I don't. I struggle with like, do you just post, you know, your regular video? We talked or about you this. post something that's more on point about about the holiday, or do you just skip it all together? I don't know. Like, I don't ever want to take away. Obviously. I can't control when people watch our videos, but like, I don't want to take away from like your time with your family. Cause it's like, I, I mean, I hope, you, I hope you don't do this, but like, Oh, I got the notification I have to watch. So I don't know. I struggle with it. Like I want, I don't want to intrude on people's holidays, but also like, I know there's lots of people that would still enjoy watching us on, you know, holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I'm sure there's, if we looked into it, there's a whole, YouTube theory on what to do (laughs) (laughs) to post or not to post on Christmas day. I don't know. (laughs) Well, as we head in, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Uh, No, we won't. We'll just wing it. (laughs) That's true too. Um, We wish you and yours uh, a very happy holiday season as we do move into December. Um, If your husband is a pain in the butt, get yourself on an elf on the shelf. Tell him him Justin's watching. (laughs) See if that whips him into shape. And uh, that's going to pretty much wrap things up for today. So anything you want to add? No, not really. I'm going to go get my bangs cut because they're driving me crazy. All right. Erin's going to go get her bangs cut. And we have a video coming out this weekend that should be a lot of fun. So I hope that you're able to join us for that. And until we see you again, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a thumbs up or rate it or however you can do. Uh, That really does help us out. And we will see you again next Friday on Beyond the Ranch. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch.